0: Hello and welcome to Doing Good Through Food. My name's Alex Coffin and the guest on today's show is Jamie Crummy. He's the co-founder and director of an app called Too Good To Go, uh, which is aiming to tackle food surpluses in the restaurant, cafe, uh, retail, food industries in the UK and and across the world. Um, This is the second part of the conversation that we recorded. The the first half was released last week. If you haven't heard it already, I'd suggest maybe going back and listening to it because it it goes into um we kind of covering quite a bit of detail what the app itself actually is, how it came to be, um, how it works sort of from the customer side, from the business side, and um starting to get into the detail of what it is that you know it's trying to achieve as well. Um I think this episode would probably stand on its own so do listen on if you if you'd rather do that Uh, we're talking much more in this this part about how how it works as a business um kind of behind the scenes and the the scale of the problem that they're trying to address and kind of their hopes for the future as well that's um those are probably the main parts of this of this part but um yeah it's it's a really interesting conversation and I hope that you enjoy it so I'm just going to I'm just going to stop and let it play um it pretty much it just picks up exactly where we cut off last time so uh, I hope you enjoy
1: that's that's the the cynic in me um I think the the thing is we we, we should probably celebrate things more um than uh, then then be super critical of them all, all the time I think the the intention is right whether the effect is um is optimal is a different thing but yeah the intention is is to raise more awareness about about fruit and veg and hopefully we can move away from this thing that everything has to be you know a, a perfect color a perfect shape, a perfect dimension and you know we can actually just start celebrating you know, food for what it is which is a natural fuel and something that we have to eat and we might as well you know, eat everything um, and enjoy the way we eat it
0: absolutely um there's just a couple of other bits. was within the, the sort of before we kind of maybe moved on from the business itself. You the the prime you know the main part of the business we we sort of you know set out pretty clearly. there are some other social initiatives around it. You incorporate, I think, a pay it forward scheme, and there's a I think you let or help businesses um, with sort of redistributing waste. I think I think I, from what I understood, it was sort of over and above that scheme. So if the, I think if there's stuff that is still not sold, there's a sort of, I imagine free distribution kind of.
1: Well, what we have is a pay it forward scheme. Yeah. Um, and that allows our users to pay forward a pound mm-hmm. to en- anything upwards. And that goes towards providing a meal um, for someone in need. So that could be a vulnerable person or someone who's destitute things like that and you know we've partnered in the past with food banks so with the trussell trust and the way that that worked was when a food bank client went to collect a emergency food parcel they'd be given a voucher for a two to go meal okay um so again it was it wasn't bringing the food directly uh, to the food bank client Um, but it was allowing them to experience the whole too good to go journey Mm -hmm. uh, just like a a full paying customer and there was no uh, differentiate I can't get my words out (laughs) this way no differentiation um, between themselves as a food bank client and a a too good to go user and that was I think something that was quite important to us we wanted Mm -hmm. to ensure um, that food bank clients didn't feel sort of stuck out or feel yeah. feel any, any, any different at all uh, but it was it was about inclusiveness and it was about uh, you know keeping people involved and it was also about working within within the community as well so we were doing this up in Leeds and mm-hmm. um, which was you know which was which was really good and it was great to sort of work with uh, with the food banks up there yeah. um, you know in terms of redistributing food it isn't something that we're we're completely hands-on right. um you know, we'd love to go and collect the food everywhere, but I think we've got now about 750 food businesses we work with in, in the UK alone, so it becomes a quite quite a task to um to do that. But what we what we can do is we work with loads of different um food organizations, be them charities, non-for-profits or yeah. other social enterprises, and you know it's such a huge space and there's so much food being wasted. That you know, we definitely advocate working with others to ensure that we can really minimise this food waste um, as much as we can.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. So it's. Um from, so it's all through the app. The, the pay yeah. forward thing is all through the app. So all, all through the app as well. And I guess
1: the the real intention is is to just completely close this loop mm. on on the cycle of food. So if it can't be sold to a store at, at full price, mm. be it a supermarket, a greengrocer, a restaurant, or a market stall, mm. then it can be sold through Too Good to Go at a reduced price. And the the idea there again. Uh, to go back to what we were sort of speaking about earlier, is it's it's, it's getting these people involved in this food waste revolution, and it's allowing the the food businesses to sort of be more sustainable, but also um, be more sort of financially aware and and um, um, and confident. Really, yeah. And then if it can't be if it can't be sold. At the store, at regular price, it's sold through Too Good to Go, and if it can't be sold through two Good to Go, then we want to be able to connect them, um, if not through ourselves, through other sort of enterprises and organisations which can collect that food, um, and really close that loop. So we're ensuring that you know that food is really being used um, for food for food purposes, which is to be eaten. Yeah.
0: Brilliant. Okay. Well, we sort of. Um, I think we've kind of set out pretty well, you know, what what the app is and how it, you know, how the business works and, and you know, sort of about what the uh, issues are that sort of drive it, the needs and that sort of thing. I, I kind of wanted to ask a bit about, I suppose, your inspiration, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. talk, you know, talk maybe a bit more about how you got into it, because obviously the, you know, the issues are very pressing and, and you know, they're sort of, um, they're clearly very sort of urgent issues. What's, um, your background from what I, you, you, sort of training as a lawyer I think at a time and yeah. um it looked like you might go to Australia or you did you, yeah. things like you, you had kind of like I imagine at that point you, you were sort of rethinking thinking career in in that direction and I also saw so you've done lots of volunteering and that, sort of, that seems mm-hmm. to be something quite important to you but I just I suppose I wonder what was there sort of a point where you thought you know I'm going to do this this is going to be what I'm going to make my career and and kind of my my, working life, and you know, not not as kind of side project or anything like yeah. that. I'm going, to, I'm going to do this. What, where did that come from? Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I've always been
1: busy. <laughs> uh, people always say I have my finger in every single pie. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I've done a lot of things in uh, the voluntary sector. Uh, you know, I was. You know I come from a legal background myself, yeah. you know I was in Australia I was working with a uh, an NGO on sort of indigenous rights right. uh, came back to the u k uh, worked for an NGO in refugee rights okay. um, sort of did my master's in human rights law and things like that and mm-hmm. uh, that really did seem like the path i was I was going down and i I guess the draw to to food waste is the was the the so, social impact and yeah. the and the sort of scale of the people that we can reach because i think with food waste it's something where you can be a c level a ceo or board member yeah. to a, a a shop floor worker and i don't think and it, 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 it's something which goes across a huge sort of socioeconomic spectrum mm. of people that disagree with food waste i think it, everyone can sort of agree that throwing food away morally incomprehensible no one Mm. sort of takes joy in having to throw food in the bin so it's something there are hungry people
0: exactly it's It's
1: something which is so apolitical Mm. that everyone can get get behind it and i think that really was something that really drew me towards it was the thing that you know it's something that everyone cares about Mm. oh not necessarily cares about but no, no one can actually agree with the act of throwing food away. Mm. So it was this opportunity to have a like a massive social impact mm. and an impact across a sort of a, an international and global spectrum where there's there's no sort of divide. Mm. Um, you know, we we never sort of encounter people who uh, who agree with throwing food away. <laughs> people are always wanting to find ways in which they can sort of be more sustainable yeah. um, and reduce that, that food waste impact. It's our duty to make sure that we provide a product which you know fits in with their model, so it has to make financial sense it's great if it makes environmental sense uh, um, and it it feels great but it's no big business is going to you know take time to implement a system like 2 if it doesn't make good business sense as well. So I think that there was the big appeal for me was the, was the opportunity to, to work with people across an entire sort of spectrum yeah. and, and really have that massive social impact, which is something that is a, is a massive motivator for me.
0: Yeah. No, it, it just, um, it seemed like that. And, you know, from what I mm. can find that there, there was sort of this, this sort of thread running through all of these things. So it's just kind of, so how did you first hear? Was, so the, the history of the app, it started in Denmark, oh, yeah. didn't it? So how, how, how does maybe sort of kind of take it back slightly and just see yeah. how, how does that all work? How does it all fit together? How does a guy from
1: London end up uh, I suppose <laughs> that's, where I'm, that's what
0: I'm asking, yeah. Okay, yeah, so um, basically what happened with me
1: and uh, yeah my best friend and also co-founder Chris, mm-hmm. we um, started our own website mm-hmm. doing something not too dissimilar to to too good to go and Chris uh, Chris's wife is actually from Scandinavia so right. we were back and forth quite a lot and got introduced to these uh, to these lads from Copenhagen and they were doing something similar
0: mm.
1: and so sort of end of 2015 start of 2016 we were like uh, okay well let's do, it just makes sense to sort of join forces uh, pull pull together our resources and, and create a platform um, in what in what we see today in in too good to go um, I guess what was the thing that led me towards wanting to start something like this well I was uh, living in Leeds for about four years which is becoming such a massive food city and, and I don't know if you're familiar with like the real junk food project which is now this, global pay-as-you-feel movement yeah. which is yeah, it's fantastic and you know that there was uh, was founded in leeds in 2013 so i was surrounded by all of this going on and mm. you know that really became sort of a big inspiration and mo- motivator for myself mm. and it was really finding our own way to put a different spin on sort of things mm. um and see if we can have like reach a different type of person um and really work within work within this space so that's really how um yeah the journey um from myself to to Denmark and I guess I have a lot of uh thanks to uh, Chris's wife Saya for uh dragging me over to Scandinavia
0: a lot <laughs> that's, that's the connection yeah well, thank you to her absolutely so it's um I suppose um the other part well, I suppose the other question I was going to ask is sort of what effect this has had on your life, like you said it kind of, um, it was, these things are important to you anyway. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, sort of quite, you see sort of it having an effect on people who use the app and who sort of, you know, it, it kind of increases their consciousness of food waste or their their sort of appreciation of that sort of thing. And um, I was just wondering what kind of whether getting involved in this sort of way has, has kind of changed things for you personally change the way that you live or um.
1: yeah well I definitely don't throw food away anymore <laughs> <laughs> just make that clear yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So my freezer is now filled with if it's not stocks it's soups has uh, yeah. or smoothies or whatever it is so yeah. we're constantly thinking of ways to upcycle mm-hmm. um, so no it has had a like a massive impact on myself And there whereas I've always been such an unwasteful person in the past I'm now mm-hmm. I've taken that to an extreme, um, which um, yeah, people I live with probably, um, I'm sure they love it, and I'm sure they hate it at the same time. Sneaking uh, around behind your back, <laughs> just, just
0: just getting rid of things when you're not looking.
1: <laughs> but has yeah, it has it impacted my life massively? Um, no, I don't. I don't think something like this has had a, a massive change in mm. um, you know, my outlook on everything. My my opinions are still the same, and my ideals are still the same. I, probably, I'm just it's. I'm far more involved in that uh, than I was before. I guess probably the only regret is because this is it's such a large and global operation now. Mm. Um, you know, my my love for other sort of projects which I was doing before has um, has had to take sort of a, bec- uh, a, a backward step. But mm. I mean, there's all, always compromise and everything. So uh,
0: you know, that's something which was inevitable at any stage. But I mean, this is this is it needs to focus now it's sort of at that point Mm -hmm. well i suppose that's kind of um the scale of this problem and i guess this is you know the more more kind of time you spend in it and you know now your sort of whole focus your working and personal life and everything else is sort of in this you you must sort of see all the time you know just the scale of this this sort of issue i mean the the figures that get knocked around I tend to find, you it know, a bit almost overwhelming when you're talking about hundreds of thousands 600,000 tons of food waste in uh, in the restaurants and cafes just in London alone you've got you know sort of nearly a million tons of food waste across the UK i think it is mm. this i mean do you ever sort of find this kind of thing a bit overwhelming or do you i suppose what i'm trying to say is you know, you're, you're really kind of involved in this world, like we said, this this kind of this thing that could be a bubble. But you you sort of you're involved in the world of people trying to do things about this. Having sort of seen all of that in the scale of the problem and the things that people are trying to do about it, how do you feel about it? Do you sort of feel optimistic about about this as an issue? Do you do you sort of feel like people aren't listening and this is you know it's overwhelming? It's too much. No, I think really like the proof is in the pudding. Really,
1: I. I think if you look back to 2012, things like that, where you know, you know technology isn't where it is now, mm-hmm. and food waste wasn't on the agenda like it is now. Mm-hmm. We really are seeing this progression. To yeah. go back to again to what we were saying earlier, is it going at a at the rate we want? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But it's at least it's moving forwards. Yeah. Um, you know, so not only is uh, you know, food waste becoming more and more involved in public discourse, but technology is getting more and more advanced. You know, we can't go anywhere now without our phones in our pockets and apps are now you know integral to sort of everyday life, be it a fitness app or an app to get you home or an app to sort of pick up your food. Yeah. Uh, so in that sense, it's not sort of overwhelming because we know we're going in the right direction. Mm. Does the gravity of the problem ever sort of make us like fearful of what it is we've got to do, and we set out these these goals of, you know, we want to make sure that you know, all food produced is food consumed, then, yeah, I guess that does get quite daunting. But then mm. that's where we go back to what you started with to the advice my dad gave me, which, which was to just play what, what's in front of you. So I think it's from the wider picture, yes, it can be quite overwhelming. But mm. we take things day by day, day by day, <laughs> and we. And we set ourselves attainable goals, yeah. and we reach them. And then it's another goal we want, and we reach that. Mm. And that's the way that we sort of approach our our weekly and daily life. Yeah, that's
0: brilliant. I mean, it really, really is sort of good advice, isn't it, for dealing with something this potentially mm. overwhelming? I suppose it's it's you know yeah, good advice. Yeah. One of the things that I wanted to ask you was uh, whether there are other areas other sort of businesses food businesses that you think this could apply to um so we sort of at the minute it is in the uk at least it's you're working with restaurants cafes and and uh bakeries i think were the ones that were listed on the website Mm -hmm. are are there other people that you're working with you know or looking to work with and what, what what are the plans yeah we've actually just started working
1: with some hotels so okay. Sofitel, we've just started working with, which is great. So you Rice. can now pick up your five star breakfast, <laughs> which okay. is uh, which is fantastic. Um, again, it's uh, like for us. I think I've touched on this a bit: is the flexibility, and it's the flexibility of our model. So we're not um, pigeonholed to sort of one type of food business. You know, we really we can in this model. It's it's something which is. It uh, can be used for you know supermarkets, you know even greengrocers or butchers, mm-hmm. fishmongers. Really, it's people that create a surplus, yeah. and we can really be that that safety net and fill that void. So you know, even if it is, it's just a catering company with a one-off event,
0: we can we can be there and we can okay, uh, that, that's we can. Really the one that sort of sprung to mind start. from you know from my background kind mm. of contract catering and and particularly event catering because they you know they're producing to order but the numbers might change and you might know pretty early on you know you might know at seven o'clock you're definitely going to have 10 or 15 meals you know per yeah. three course meals perhaps ready to you know to collect whenever mm-hmm. and um so is there anyone that you're so, looking forward to work with particularly or
1: well one that we we currently work with is the compass group Right. So, you know, the world's largest the biggest, yeah. catering company and, you know, we, we're we starting pretty small with them. Mm. And I guess really for us, it's the, you know, the dream is just to be able to sort of roll that out, um, you know, entirely, whether that's something that's achievable mm. um, in the short term, maybe not. But in the long term, that's definitely something that, that that we can aspire to. And it really is where there is, where there is food, there's inevitably Going to be wastage, especially with respect to uh, with respect to catering, and for us it's something that we can we can get set up and we can uh, we can cater for. Mm-hmm. In, um no pun intended. Um, in a matter of minutes, so it's something which is really seamless for us, and it's really the the the, the trickiest thing is just the communication with the staff. Yeah. Uh, so it's ensuring that everyone is fully aware, but logistically and operationally.
0: It's something that we can that that we can set up very very easily. I suppose that's another kind of um, question that I had. You, you have, um, I suppose, what are your ambitions and for for the app in general? I mean, you're you're looking at the. Are you just? running the UK side of it, the, the six countries that it's in, are they operating sort of independently?
1: No, so we all uh, we all operate so, together. Right. Um, and I think that is one of the great things of the way we operate is we're such a, one culturally diverse team, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we have people from all over the world working with us that we, we have so much experience and so many expertise in which to, which to share. Mm-hmm. Um the thing as well is what works in one market doesn't necessarily work in another. Mm-hmm. To break that down as the UK, one thing that works well in London doesn't work well in Leeds or doesn't work well in Scotland or or Cardiff or Swansea. Um but yeah it is it is something we work and we we we're a- able to share experiences and we're we're always um integrating ourselves into each other's teams and we really are we're just a big network Network and team of people, so we're now about um we're just over sixty people now in our in our team, and um you know again uh, you know we're constantly sort of communicating and talking with each other in ways that we can we can help one another um, and really grow ourselves as big as we can because the bigger we are,
0: the bigger social impact we're having, and the more meals we we're, we're rescuing and I guess I mean the tech side of it can just scale that's that's kind of I guess the, 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 sort of, the beauty of it is, is there a, the sort of the support and the people side of it. Is there, are you, is there any kind of voluntary element of it? Do you, do you have volunteers working with you to, to, to help with the customer service side of things mm-hmm. perhaps, or something like that?
1: Yeah, we have had volunteers in the past. Um, and it's, it's really, it's finding, I guess, the, the perfect role for a volunteer, um, because again, it's you know, as a volunteer, your expectation is very different to the expectation of someone that is an employee. Um, so for us, it's really it's about finding the role which is which is perfect for volunteers, and that's something that we probably haven't focused too much of our time on at the moment. But a volunteer net, network is definitely something that um, that we do want to sort of foresee in the future. It's it's brand ambassadors, it's brand advocates, um, and you know, we just sort of. The amount of feedback we get from our users is fantastic. Mm. people that come in they love it uh, they love the concept they love the journey and they love the food so it really is it's finding a way that we can we can involve our users more into the operation so they really feel part of this uh, of this food
0: waste revolution and not just a uh, and not just a consumer mm. i see if, if there's sort of you know someone listening who wanted to get involved i mean are you are you Keen to hear from people that they kind of yeah. love to hear from people um, and just
1: ways that we can um, yeah, we'd love to speak to them you know hear about you know how they want to get involved answer questions they may have about you know what they can do and things like that because we you know for us we we yeah we just want as many people to be able to use this platform as possible and I think that's um, one of the big things that we sort of get from people is like I never knew this existed Mm. this is life-changing mm. uh, and you know if we can if we can sort of help um and work with volunteers to really sort of get that voice on the ground and get more people know no know, knowing about it then uh, then that that's fantastic
0: Brilliant. well there you go anybody <laughs> listening who wants to <laughs> wants to get involved get in touch and uh, see what you could bring to it um i suppose it's, it's really what i kind of wanted to talk about was was the future and sort of you know where where uh, Within the UK, for example, you know what your your plans for coverage and is it just sky's the limit? Is is you, you want to just push this? What's what would be the big ultimate goal of it?
1: Uh, the big ultimate goal would be that every person in the UK is using using Too Good to Go.
0: Um, every restaurant, every cafe, every
1: restaurant, every cafe, every catering company, every supermarket. You know, really, we do we do set ourselves high, high goals. Are they, are they achievable? Maybe not this year, but maybe not. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, definitely. I think for us, it, it really is. It's about being this application, which is, you know, synonymous with everything to do with sustainability, with everything to do with food waste and with everything to do green. We really want to be this. It's, it's like a lifestyle, I guess, a too good to go lifestyle in which you're, you know, you're, you're really aware about the the value of food, um, but it's not just something where you're actively wanting to reduce food waste. But it's also a tool where you want to try new places, um, you want to experience another part of London or you know another part of the UK, and it's 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 an excuse almost to experience these places. It's an excuse to try these foods which maybe, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't pay full price for because, you know, it can be quite expensive to eat at. So it's 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 about involving people into every like so many facets. Mm-hmm predominantly it really is it's about encouraging our our users to be as sustainable um as possible and
0: and really get involved in this in this um food waste revolution and i saw on the website you were saying if um if people didn't see the restaurants on there that they wanted to to get in touch and and tell you basically and that you you'd approach them and i Mm. guess i guess that is um sort of the way that it it'll spread so I mean and again if people are listening who are thinking well that's that's all well and good in London but I'm in wherever yeah um you'd encourage them to get in touch and yeah. say we'd like to see this on on too good to go completely like we no no
1: no offense to any uh, Scots listening uh, but we didn't really have any um immediate aspirations to expand into Aberdeen and then we had a bunch of users get in touch and then some food businesses got in touch and Aberdeen is absolutely popping. <laughs> and I never would have thought it. But um, there, there, there we go. There's all sorts of like pockets of, uh, of people who are really sort of wanting to, do, to sort of make an impact in you know, business owners which are wanting to make an impact as well. And you know, really it can just sort of click.
0: Brilliant. To start closing things up, I tend to just uh, ask a few more kind of general questions general questions. So sort of, you know, we, we've gone into a lot of detail about, about the app and sort of, you know, and how all of it works, but just sort of a bit, take it back a bit more to general and and sort of personal things, perhaps. Um, A question I thought I'd ask is in, in the context of food in the UK, um, sort of, sort of thinking about that world. So it could be, you know, restaurants and cafes or, you know, food production or how, how, whatever comes to mind. If I say success, who do you think of and why if I think of success who do I think of sort of what does it mean to you
1: uh, success to me especially in the sense of what we're we're trying to achieve is um, is impact and that's really what I, I sort of use as my um, measurable tool for success is mm-hmm. the impact we've had um, and I think you know when we can we can go and we pick up a too good to go ourselves mm-hmm. and we we see a a line of people also picking one up yeah. and and really enjoying the process and really enjoying the journey and really enjoying the food they collect mm-hmm. then that is something that we sort of measure as success um we can look at the numbers as well and and see ah oh, fantastic you know 2 million users ah oh, it's brilliant we've been really really, really successful but yeah. i think personally for me it's it's visualizing it and experiencing it and when we see people that are sort of using a product which we've helped build you know, we can really sort of see like this is something um, which we get huge gratification from and, and that really sort of is how we sort of measure
0: success for ourselves. That must be, yeah, it must be a, a fantastic thing to see. It's
1: really egotistical and I don't mean it like that, but <laughs> it's something where uh, when you see people using it and they're really loving it and you're just like, wow, this is incredible. These people are loving something which nearly two years ago didn't even exist. And and it's, it's great to sort of win witness that and hear that. Um, yeah, I don't
0: think that's egotistical. You know, if somebody's kind of, if it's meaning something to them, you know, you've, you've done something positive in their life and for the for the mm. thing that you care about. So I think that's good. I think it's <laughs> a good thing. So when, is there somebody kind of, you know, like a, a public figure or just somebody in your life that you think encapsulates that kind of success in the food world or, you um, know? In the food world?
1: Yeah. No one actually particularly springs to mind as someone who I think is... Like massively successful well there are, of course there are people uh, who are are successful within the food world, but not one that I would really aspire to mm-hmm. um I guess some of my some of my heroes probably aren't really involved at all within food or, or within the business world uh, who, so
0: who's if it was just success generally who who kind of who do you think of successful people I guess they're probably. I look
1: more at people within my own sort of network as well so I, I look at friends who I think have been tremendously successful I look at people who have really helped us along our, our journey um, and I'm really really appreciative of of the advice they've given us and the help they've given us um, and I really see them as as like true success stories um, you know I'm not the type of person who sort of uh, reads the Richard Branson autobiography Um but uh, I am someone who has, like, tremendous respect for, like, fellow peers and, and, you know, people who have helped me out along the way.
0: Actually, talking about, you know, help along the way, or um, one thing I was going to ask was that there was some involvement with um, Hughes food waste um, campaign. I, I don't yeah. know. I wasn't sure exactly what the involvement was, but what, maybe you could sort of explain that to me slightly. Was that, is that something that kind of helped in this journey
1: um
0: hugh are you referring to hugh fernie woodson campaign that kind of definitely
1: helped um that helped really helped in terms of on the wider picture getting people more sort of aware about food waste and got people thinking and then got people sort of aware of other sort of um projects which were going on within this sort of food well food waste sort of spectrum um i probably wouldn't attribute any sort of success um or or benefit on the back of that really it was no like sort of direct impact um again we've uh, we've sort of received a lot of support from you know different grant programs uh, you know from from sort of different mentors almost which have helped yeah. us and and they really help to you know show things within a different perspective and a different light and it just helps things click
0: just, just uh, maybe to sort of close it off. Uh, quite, often, I've asked a number of people who are sort of like at a quite a late later stage in their career, kind of what they might say to their younger self. But I mean, perhaps thinking of it the other the other way around. I don't know. I'm trying to think how to phrase it as a question. But you know, what what would you hope that that person would sort of say to you if you were to receive that call?
1: Don't do it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What are you thinking? <laughs> No, um i guess the it's keeping focused and keeping driven i think that that there's the the main thing it's it's for us it's a lot about prioritization um and we got given some advice not not too long ago and it was a, like the power of saying no i think we've we've always had um thing where we've said yes to everything and we deal about it later um and really it's it's, it's more about structure and organization and um and and really prioritizing what is um, you know what is something that's actually most important for today Um be that actually having some downtime or be it actually focusing on one task as opposed to trying to sort of do so se- se- several things at once um, and that that really probably would be the thing that I would go back and tell myself which was um, you know focus on one thing and stop trying to do a gazillion things at the same time and you know we can look back and we've probably spent a lot, a lot of time on certain things which really literally amounted to nothing but right. then again if we hadn't done them we'd always be uh, thinking what if <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah no i, I suppose that sort of it's, it's never kind of a straight path is mm. it you kind of have to work these things out all right well just um let's let's sort of close this up and if you um if somebody's sort of listening in and wants to find out more obviously the sort of first port of call is the app um but is there any other way should you your website or social media or those sorts of things, where would you want people to go?
1: Yes, I think first off, like, please, please download the Too Good To Go app. You know, it's available for free on App Store and Play Store. If you want to get some more information, please reach out to us on social media. So we're on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And if that isn't your bag, shoot us an email at info at good to go.co.uk.
0: Um, and we'll definitely get back to you. Brilliant. All right. Well, uh, thank, I, I think we'll, we'll leave it there. It's, it's been really, really Brilliant. good. So thank you. Um, yeah, thank, thank you for oh, your time you for having me on. coming on and you know, all the best for the future with too good to go. And, um, thank you to the people listening as well. Thank you for your time and, and we'll see you next time. Fantastic. Right. Thanks very much. Thank